0: She's country. And he's cooter. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let us explain. It's free. There is creation tools that allow you
1: to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer.
0: Anchor will distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more shows just a reminder we have church service every Monday, Tuesday Wednesday and Thursday at 7pm or 7.30pm Central 8.30pm Eastern or 20.30 Military Time Eastern right Here with you a little bit out of Matthew, chapter 13, 24. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is likened unto a man which sowed good seed in his field. But while men slept, but while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. When the blade was sprung up, he brought forth fruit, and appeared the tares also. So the servants of the householder came, and said unto him, Sir, didst thou not so good seed in thy field? For whence then had it tares? Hmm. He said unto them, An enemy hath done this. The servants said unto him, Wilt thou then that we go, and gather them up? Everyone wants to know that. Hey, Lord, you want us to take out this sucker? (laughs) But he said, Nay, lest while we gather up the tares, while ye gather up the tares, ye root up also the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of harvest, I will say to the reapers, Gather ye together first the tares, and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. Another parable put he forth unto them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like to a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all herbs, or least of all seeds. But when it is grown, it is the greatest among herbs, and becometh a tree, so that the birds of the air come and lodge in the branches thereof. Another parable spake he unto them, The kingdom of heaven is like unto leaven, which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal, till the whole was leavened. So, you you may not understand what you're doing right now, what you're a part of, why God has you working a job that you're doing, but be faithful in that job. Stay excited about the future. Be grateful for where you're at. Because God can change it. God can God can divert the path and lift you up. And there's probably something he wants you to learn while you're there. But you're going to miss it if you don't have a, a grateful attitude. And a lot of people, a lot of successful people in history had done things before where they learned skills. And they were in a moment where they enjoyed it. They learned it. They, they, were, they were in the moment. Or they may have hated something so bad that that inspired them to learn about something else. So, anyway. In Jesus' name, let's pray. Heavenly Father, I thank you for the blood of your Son. I thank you for this week and today lord i lift up my country to you and the leaders of my country and the leaders of my my local state or province my local leadership lord and those that i work for and those that i serve and those people that hear my voice lord i lift them up and ask that you touch them in the mighty name of yeshua jesus adonai my lord thank you father in jesus name amen short and sweet
1: hello welcome to the biblical wellness show this is your host Angela Dalton and on today's episode we have the wonderful Mickey Sturges a great woman of God and she has a big heart and she's gonna tell us about what she does in her business and
2: so go ahead take it away Mickey Oh, thank you so much Angela for this opportunity. My name is Mickey Sturgis. I am actually a women, women's empowerment coach and a master's certified neuro coach. And also I am a certified leader for um, 15-week faith-based abuse recovery ministry called Her Journey. And um, yeah, so that's what I do. But what you wanted me to talk about a little bit is my business plus the Her Journey program, right, Angela? Yes, ma'am. Okay, so my business is actually, it's a long long story short, God has put that in my heart. Um, it was about, I would say about three years ago, I heard a little voice saying, Mickey, you went through that issue. I, I'm a survivor of domestic abuse. And God says, well, you went through that experience, not in vain, It's for my glory. And I was like, mm, Lord, I don't think I can do that. I don't think I can revisit that experience again and I know I can help women but I don't think I can do that. I don't want to share my story. I don't want to bring out my dirty laundry to the public and he kept, he is so awesome. He kept talking to me, (laughs) you know, like through sermons and through even music that I heard from um, people that I talked to, same messages came over and over and over for, you know, at least a couple of years. And then I think I shared this with your podcast before that um, back in January of 2019, I went to this business event. And the second day, the business coach um, who was you know, who put this event together, she, he, he had this hot seat in front of 280 people and um, it was randomly picked. It was a a little piece of paper attached to a uh, bottom of the seat that we were sitting. And when he said, well, this person manifested, you know, this is not a Christian organization, right? So he was talking about how um, this person manifested to be on this hot seat this morning. And I was like, nah, didn't manifest anything. Well. Um long story short, I looked at under my seat. There it was, it says hot seat. And so I was the one that was chosen. And prior to that seat picking, he made us do exercise to talk about whatever you want to talk about if you were to be chosen to be on the hot seat. So, you know, I could have written what is my business, or I could have written, um, you know what kind of funnel I should I make I could have written any of any of those things but that morning I was thinking you know God has been putting this on my heart but I don't know if I can do it maybe I should just write that down yeah I, I'm not going to be picked anyway <laughs> so I wrote it down and when I was I was picked my heart was pounding I was actually I was excited right and as I got on the stage, I remembered the devotional that I did that morning and the verse for that morning was Jeremiah 29 11. For I know the plans I have for you, right? Plans to prosper you not to harm you. Plans to give you future and hope. And I remember that. And I set in front of all these people, I say, excuse me, sorry, before I go any further, I just wanted to share this with you. This morning, my devotional, verse for the devotional was Jeremiah 29, 11. Some people are not Christians, they don't know what that means, but those Christians who were in the audience, one of them I saw doing this, making heart towards me, and I was just in shock that how God showed up in that in that event, you know, for me, really. And I thought it was for me. But actually, even for those who were in the in the audience, Christians in the audience, and also non-Christians in the audience. And um it was just an amazing, amazing glory to God moment. And since then, I said, "Okay, well, of course, you know that was a hot seat. That means the uh, business coach, you know, <laughs> walk me through what I was. I wrote down which I wrote down. I don't know what I want to do with this. What God put in my in my heart. Well, long story short, again <laughs> that um, what I wrote was, Lord, you told me that." I should share my story and that would help many women who might be in the same situation, who might lost identity, who might have um, just have this limiting belief about themselves. They are told they're not worthy. They were told they are ugly. They were, they have been told and all these negative things in, in their lives and they're just lost. I was there. And I tolerate, I tolerated that for 13 years. So I said all these things. And then the the business coach says, Okay, how long have you been sitting on this? And I said, at that moment, it was two years. And now what 2021, right? Last year, so the 2019 i was like on fire yet i was still scared my the focus was still on me i i am lord i'm not enough lord i don't think i'm qualified lord i don't have certification lord i don't think i can do this all these things was focused on me and every single time lord says god says you know what who are you I'm the one who's going to move with the mountains. I'm the one who's going to do all this. I'm going to give you the words to say, like he said to Moses. I was like, I felt like I was like Moses, you know, where um, I said, I stutter. I have accent. I don't know how to talk uh, all these things. I said that to God and every time he's so merciful, he's so patient. He said every time he just reminded me every single time who I was. I'm a daughter of God. He created me. He's the one who's gonna move the mountains. And that's, that message kept coming to me every time. And he said opening the doors, like I met you through, you know, through the, the, the time that I was still putting together my program. And then, so last year, the first year. I opened up Rise Up Woman Movement. Even that, the name came. Wouldn't you know it? In the shower, (laughs) in the shower every time, because that's when I do a lot of prayer. And um, so I said, Lord, I don't know what to do, what how to call him. And he, I he might have said that to me, but he said, Rise up, woman, rise up. And I was like. Oh nah, that is just I mean that's so used so much, you know, and I, like again, I I heard who are you to question? So I said, okay, okay, I'll go with that. So I did rise up Woman a movement and I was like, yeah, this is this feels really good. Um, and I start to grow and then I got scared again. I got scared again, I got scared again. so, Every time I was like, scared, right? I I was afraid because of my shortcoming, not God's shortcoming, God Mm. never short. He is God, you know, so he could do whatever yet. I was scared for me. I was scared about me. And again, the focus was on me. It's like, oh, when can I learn, right? But um, so last year, I, um, I got certified as Master Neuro Coach and I was like, okay, great. And I learned about the science of brain. And who made the brain? God did. And of course, it makes all sense, makes sense that how I, as I grew up in, the, in Japan, where male dominant country. Right. And my um, family was very traditional as well. So uh, it was normal for me that dad is the dominant person. He was the head of the household and it wasn't, it was normal to me. So when my ex-husband dominated, like had a power over me, it wasn't really, um, Abnormal, you know what I mean, but of course, it was abnormal to be violent, but I thought i it was my fault. oh, if I didn't make him mad, I wouldn't be um, getting hit or getting slapped or shoved, or whatever it was, you know, so um, yeah, so that's what happened and but once again, I coming back to the day I left um the time that I left the when I left I sort of lost faith at that time um you know I got baptized when I was 20 I think it was 20 I was 20 and I was just on fire for Jesus I was in love with Jesus I I could I couldn't get enough of his word and his love. And I was so happy. Yet, I moved away because I met my ex-husband at school. And I, I said, Well, nice to meet you. <laughs> and, you know, went on my way, because my host family who I used to live with, they are really the one who encouraged me to um to get baptized. They are the one who took me to Bible studies, and and they're the one who told me, be careful with him. You know, he wasn't my boyfriend. Be careful with him because he's not a Christian, and um, you're moving really quickly with the relationship. And uh, I cringe, but I told them, you're not my parents. You can't tell me what to do. Yeah. So, I moved out, and that was very, very sad situation. Mm-hmm. but you know, at age of twenty one or twenty two I was fearless um, <laughs> not knowing how he would treat me in the in the future but um fast forward the day I left, I actually lost faith because um of things happened and I was like, Okay, whoever, whoever it is, and at that time, I was praying to my father who passed away a year ago from that moment. And I said, Dad, please help me. I I just can't handle this. I can't just give me some way out. And um, what happened was I'm going to tell you really shortly. So I, um, he put, he pointed a gun to my face and said, if you tell me that you're going to leave me, then I'm going to kill you. And at that point, I was like, okay, um, you know, it's so amazing how calm I felt. I, I was almost like to a point I was thinking in my head, okay, am I able to promise I can ever not make him mad. And I said, "No, I can't." So I said, "Okay. You tell me you're if I make you mad again, I am go- you're going to kill me. Then go ahead and shoot me. I I can't. I can't make you you know, I can't promise not to make you mad again. So, just go ahead and shoot me." And he I think he just sort of surprised him or something. He lowered the gun and said, You are crazy. And that's what he t- told me. And he sort of paced back and forth in front of me. And when he went the other way, I ran to the bathroom. and That's where I pray. I, cr- I just cried my eyes out. And I said, <laughs> I call my dad papa. <laughs> papa, please help me. I don't know what to do. I I don't think I can live like this. I can't. This is it. I I I might be killed. I don't know. I, I you know, I was just all crying, right? And I don't know how long I was there. But I knew I had to come out because my son at, at the time he was 3 years old. He was taking a nap. He was there in the other room so i knew i had to come out maybe i was there for a couple of hours i'm not sure because i just did not want to unlock the door i did not want to do that and um he might have gone out i'm not sure but i don't remember you know that's specific but um sometime later he came back and said i'm i'm sorry i'm not going to hurt you please come out And I was like, Are you sure you're you're not gonna hurt me? And he said, No, I'm not going to hurt you. I'm sorry. Um, You know, so I said, Okay, you better not hurt me. And I opened the door, I ran to my son's room. And because I knew if I had him, he would not touch me, right. So I, I did. And that moment on, I just, I think Something snapped. I was like, "Okay, I cannot allow my child to live in this condition," and that was one of the reasons why I decided I'm just gonna have to leave. I'm gonna have to leave. And um, you know, when I look back through the whole time, I so I, I contacted um, my pastor um i used to go to a japanese american church and um i contacted the pastor and he was just so like he was surprised because i used to go counseling with him yet i never ever said to him or confessed to him what was happening behind the closed doors so he was he had no idea that i was actually physically abused, emotionally, possibly, he might have, you know, suspected, but, but he never really said anything. So he took every time we went to go counseling with him, he counseled us as if we are a normal marriage conflict, you know, that's what normal marriage conflict, you can, you can counsel and you can work things out, right. But we, in the abusive relationship excuse me in abusive marriage you cannot treat that as a normal marriage conflict and of course i didn't say that to i didn't say hey i'm abused you know in front of my my ex so he didn't know he had no idea that that was happening for many many years and so he he first apologized to me. I said, no, you, you don't need to apologize because I didn't tell you. And he um, he gave me some resources and God, my goodness, God's grace, right? God's grace. I was able to get to a shelter and I was able to stay there for the maximum time that they allowed someone to stay. That was 50, days, and I think even 50 days, it was with the extension. Normally they allow someone to stay there for 30 days. But because my case was severe, they considered a severe case. So they extended, they allowed me to stay there 20 more days. And I had a good job that allowed me again to have a leave of absence. And um, so I had a good job. I accumulated a lot of uh, comp time, you know. So I had a lot of uh, paid vacation time, which I took. So there were a lot of things that came in my favor. Um, and that's all by God's grace. Oh, God's grace. And um, there are a lot of things that, you know, somebody asked me the other day, what steps did you take? And I had to really think about that because it was multiple different steps. And it took longer. I'm sure it took a long time for me to be even be here to speak to you about this.
0: Start I- your journey
1: to fitness while never leaving your home. Come and join me at Curves On Demand. For more information, email the Dalton team at DaltonTeam100 at gmail.com. Jesus, I commit my life to you. I want to walk in the light of you. I thank you, Heavenly Father, for loving me so much. And you gave your only begotten son so that I may live and not die. And procure the works of the Lord. I ask you, Holy Spirit, to come into my heart. Guide me in everything that I do. The triumphs of his grace. She's country and he's cooter catapulting your life to the next level.